Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Golf Bets on Us right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Cam Rogers with you alongside Bridget Whalen. It is a new season on the PGA Tour. Yes, it begins in September, taking you through all the way to the FedEx Cup playoffs next summer. Is everybody okay after that one-week offseason here on the PGA Tour? We're back at it with the Fortinet Championship out there in wine country in Napa, California. Bridget and I will have our betting cards revealed, a new wrinkle this season in the way in which we are tracking our picks. So be sure to stay tuned on that. We'll talk about John Rahm. Should he have one player of the year PGA Tour? Player of the Year, Patrick Cantlay, of course, winning that award, voted on by his peers. More on that later on the show. Will Zalatoris is in the field, Webb Simpson as well. We'll talk about those guys with our selections, too. All odds, of course, are courtesy of betonline.ag. Follow us on social media. I'm on Twitter at MrRogers99 and on Instagram at MrRogers98. You can follow Bridget at Bridget K. Whalen as well. Speaking of Bet Online, we have football going on. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all of the pro and college football action this year with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's free money. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100, NFL100. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Happy new PGA Tour season to you, Bridget. Happy new PGA Tour season. It feels like we never left. It really does, right? We had one little stopgap, if you will, last week talking about the overall season, the 2020, 2021 PGA Tour year, and now we are gearing up for yet another season. And, of course, we'll talk about the Ryder Cup in full force next week. Of course, we'll have some betting picks on that front as well. So excited about the Ryder Cup. There's a lot to talk about, Bridget, there. We don't have time to talk about it on this show. 
We'll iron it out next week with Brooks Kepka and what he's saying about team events and what have you. We'll uh, dial on that later next week. Let's talk about the Fortinet Championship, though, and the storylines. And I guess storyline number one, far and away, is John Rahm. He is the heavy, heavy favorite to win this week outright on Bet Online and anywhere else you go. John Rahm is the number one guy. And looking at the odds right now, it actually got shorter, plus 375. Last night I checked. It was at plus 400, which means people are betting on John Rom despite that number being so short. Bridget, that's a Tiger Woods-esque type number back <laughs> in the day when he was dominant, right? He was like plus right. 200. It was like ridiculous. And so we'll talk about that in a matter of moments, John Rom being the favorite here. But let's get right to what I'm sure you're clamoring for. The PGA <laughs> Tour Player of the Year award goes to Patrick Cantlay. Let me just say this. I think we should vote on this before the FedEx Cup playoffs. If that was yes. the case, John Rahm would have won. The floor is yours. Yeah, you, you get a little clap for that. Um, but it is the PGA Tour Player of the Year, and the FedEx Cup, like the Players' Championship, are their majors. So it's hard to argue, even though it's voted on by their peers. I obviously think that John Rahm is the winner for Player of the Year in the sport of golf. I rattled off his major finishes to you prior to coming on the show. T5 at the Masters, T8 at the PGA. He won the U.S. Open, his first major championship victory. T3 at the Open Championship. I mean, <laughs> top five finishes in three out of the four majors, and the other was a, a top 10. Like, that's just rock solid for stellar play. He should have had more wins this year. Obviously, COVID impeded that. I think that far and away, he was the best player. He is the best player in the world right now. He is the best player on the PGA Tour. Not voted by his peers. Obviously, the, uh, the resume, um, I guess, that you would look at to make this decision did include the FedEx Cup Championship, which Cantley went on to win the BMW and then took the whole prize in the end. But I said this to you prior to the show. He did have a four-stroke lead over John Rahm going into the tour championship. So let's not forget that little mm -hmm. factoid. I think we're also heading down a dangerous path here, Bridget, and dangerous being a relative term. This is just an award, whatever. But I mean, if you win one event during the FedEx Cup playoffs, you're probably going to either be second or third at the tour championship or win. Right. So it whittles down the field in terms of who's going to win the PGA Tour Player of the Year, because one would assume if you win the tour championship, you probably won during the playoffs and you're probably going to win PGA Tour Player of the Year. Is that too narrow minded or is that perhaps a concern? Because that's what happened with Patrick Cantlay. So it's not narrow-minded at all, but that's the point, right? Like winning in the playoffs is a double win essentially. Yeah. Um, when, when you think about it from a point standpoint, so that's the, that is the point. It's supposed to be like the creme de la creme this whole season led up to these events. I do think that it is recency bias though, to have this vote be immediately after the tour championship wraps. It just, it kind of doesn't make sense to be so myopic to just view the last now three weeks as the most pressing matter in making this decision. And I do think that that, that can't be argued against. That cannot be argued against that 
had the vote been taken place prior to the FedEx Cup playoffs or even the Tour Championship, if you want to slide in the BMW and then you just want to take out the Tour Championship, because there's a huge wrinkle in that. It, it's not a normal tournament. Somebody mm-hmm. always has a, a dominant advantage. So just totally eliminate that. Like, let's take the Fed, the FedEx Cup out. Like, take it totally out. Make the choice prior to that. And, and I think that's a, a better, a more fair assessment of the entire season. Because this is PG Tour Player of the Year. Like, it, it has the why. Like, Rookie of the Year, you're the Roy, you're the Poi, whatever, however you want to say it. Like, you're encompassing the year. So I, I think that that would be a better way to look at it. I think with the starting strokes now at the tour championship, it skews the perception. If there weren't the starting strokes, I think maybe we would have a different scenario and maybe Patrick Cantley does not win <laughs> the exactly. PGA tour player of the year. Right. So the starting strokes is actually the issue here. Right. I agree. So. It's just because it's unlike any other tournament. So why are we encompassing it in, in making that decision? We'll talk about Rookie of the Year with Will Zalatoris in a minute here because he's in the field this week at the Fortinet Championship. By the way, Fortinet is a company (laughs) that sells cybersecurity firewall stuff, Bridget. I Googled this (laughs) earlier this week. This tournament has a million sponsors. Like it was the fries.com, I think. And wasn't it the Bob Hope way back when? I don't know. Safeway, obviously. Right. Yeah, that was last year. All right. So, so when jo- I was, wait, real quick, when I was searching odds, I um, accidentally wrote Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? What am I getting here? And I was like, oh boy. It's actually a so, 14 for- day tournament. <laughs> Is that a Fortnite? 14 days? <laughs> I think so. Fortinet. 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 I, I'll, yes. I'll get it. I'll get it. So, John Rahm is the heavy favorite. I guess the first reaction after I saw his name in the field was like, why is he playing? I mean, is it preparation for the Ryder Cup? Does he have other motives? I just see zero value in putting any money down on John Rahm this week because even in the outright market, that number is so short. The potential payout really isn't that great relative to a 156 man field. And oh, by the way, this <laughs> tournament has been conducive to breakthrough winners. Brendan Steele, for instance, Emiliano Grillo. I just think John Rahm's going to be tinkering around this week and maybe gearing up for whistling straights. What do you think? Brendan Steele multiple times. Exactly. Um, so here's my thing I think that John Rahm is the type of player that he, if he's playing well, he likes to play. And he is playing astonishingly well right now. And I do think that it, it, in lead up to the Ryder Cup, it will be advantageous for him, for, for the type of player that John Rahm is. For other players, no, I agree with you. And we talk about this a lot, like fading the big names in major mm-hmm. championships the weeks before they play. And then sometimes like Jordan Spieth will show fire and you're like, well, that's confusing. And then he'll show fire in the majors. So I think it depends on the type of golfer that you're looking at. I, I do think John Rahm, when he's playing well, he likes to play. So, and he likes this area of the country. I, this, obviously he's not the best value, but he's in my card. I'm, I'm taking him for a top 10 this week because I just think he played so, he would have won the tour championship. Just like, how are we all forgetting so quickly that can't lay bogey the, the second to last hole and, and Rahm had a chance to win. And remember he started the tour championship four strokes behind. Like Ramit has played so well recently and I just couldn't leave him out of my card. That's fair. That's fair. And obviously Napa is a big time destination 
wine country, beautiful views. So maybe that's part of the equation as well for John Rom this week. We'll talk about him with your card, Bridget. He's out of my card, not necessarily because I think he's going to play badly. It's just because I don't see much value in my opinion. And so that's the difference here when you're talking about betting. All right, let's get to Will Zalatoris, fresh off rookie of the year. The first time ever a non-full-time PGA Tour member has won <laughs> rookie of the year. First of all, Bridget, reflect on that. And then also, what do you think about his chances this week? Yeah, so Will Zaltoris was an interesting story, right? Like all of last year. And then, I mean, I'm, he, he could have won the Masters. It oh wasn't God, like, yeah. yeah, it wasn't out of the realm. I think that this this is a great ending to a great year for Will Zaltoris. Like what also he got engaged, like the personal life is going really well. His playing career is going really well. I think it's, it's all the regulations, the semantics of how things work. It's, I think that the PGA tour is a little wonky. I think the LPGA tour is a little wonky. So the fact that he's not full time or wasn't full time. I, I like I have no real input on that. I think that that's kind of just a, a wrinkle and um, everything. Obviously, his stellar play speaks for itself. Uh, there was no one else besides Will Zaltors to get this award this year. Yeah, two other players were in the quote unquote running Garrick Higo, who won actually the Palmetto Championship and then Rafael Campos. So I mean, it wasn't even close. Will Zalatoris is 22 to one to win this week at the Fortinet championship. And then just the final storyline about first timers here, anybody you're looking at who could break through this week. I have a couple names down Harold Varner. The third, I think is in position to really make a charge this week. Mito Pereira, who is new on the PGA tour, fresh off the corn Ferry tour has a couple of top tens already on the PGA tour. He could be somebody to look at. But it seems like these fall season events, if you will, are conducive to some longer shots making it happen. Yeah, it's funny. I was trying not to say Will Zalatoris is also my card. And then you threw out Harold Varner, who's also my card. Same so here. We're, just like, <laughs> we're like rattling off my card. I did see Mido's name um, a couple times. So he, he wasn't on my watch list. I really don't know that much about him. Um, but I do agree with you that this is sort of a time um, of this season, right? Like we're, we're in the fall and it's sort of a place where I think that a, a sort of a first time or someone who hasn't won before or someone who maybe doesn't have as much exposure. Like this is sort of, um, this is the time of year where they have more opportunities. The fields aren't as stacked. Uh, I know we're talking about John Rom who's in the field, but that's just one player, you know? Yeah. Um, think about all the players who are gearing up for the Ryder cup that uh, won't be in the field this week. So I do think that these events offer the opportunity for, for that happening. Okay, let's do it. Let's hit our betting card. So this year we are giving up a hundred dollars to spread amongst our picks. Obviously some picks may have a bigger payout than others. And so we'll track how our money tallies up throughout the year and I think what we should do, Bridget, is just go your card and then my card, just because we have different picks. You have an outright, I have a missed cut prop, et cetera, et cetera. So you have your $100 spread out amongst <laughs> one, two, three, four, five picks on Bet Online yep. here. And you've got an outright, which can be very profitable if you get it right. 
So I've been at my, I had to take this guy as an outright. First of all, I was lobbying hard for Kevin Kisner to make the Ryder Cup, but I also was hobby, hobbying. What, what am I saying? Lobbying. <laughs> Can't talk. It's early, everybody. Cam and I are on a different uh, schedule this morning. The earliest um, we've ever recorded, <laughs> I think. I was also lobbying for Kevin not to win the Ryder Cup. So, or to, my gosh, I cannot talk. To make like, it. So, <laughs> Lord, yeah, to make the Ryder Cup. Um, so I think that he just played, he was on like an absolute heater at the end of last season. And I think that, that he's going to carry that over into this, uh, tournament. So I'm picking him as my outright, I'm giving only, so we're, we're now we're splitting up money. It's a little different. We're changing the format here. So I'm just testing this out. I'm giving him 20, I'm putting 20 bucks down on yep. Kevin, not to take the championship. Okay. So if you're right, that could be certainly profitable. We'll see what happens there. And then you have a couple of top 10 selections. I do. Oh, we're going like full bore on me first. Okay. Yeah. So I say you so, do your entire card and then I'll do mine. Okay. So John Rom, obviously discussed why I think that he's going to play well this week. I'm giving him a top 10. I'm going to put a little more money down on him. I'm doing 30 bucks on John Rom to get that top 10. And I really actually think it'll be a top five, but I'm, I'm just going to play it a little judiciously here. My next top 10, you mentioned Harold Varner, the third also think he played really well at the end of last season. He's the type of guy it's like new season. He goes into it fresh. Like that's his mindset. So I honestly think that he could pull off a victory, um, yeah, but I'm agreed. giving him a top 10, 20 bucks, 20 bucks on uh, Harold Varner. Here comes the uh, rookie of the year, Will Zalatoris. I really don't think there's much to talk about why I'm slating him for a top 20. I think that's a solid lock. I'm putting 20 bucks there. And then I'm going with a guy who's won here uh, for another top 20, Emiliano Grillo. Um, I just think that he's he's a solid pick. I'm going to put 10 bucks down on him. I'm more about winning the cash here, playing a little safe, but this is uh, the first go around. I, I'm being judicious with this money. Yeah, so you have some chalky selections here. So let me just read off the odds. And I'm looking at Grillo here for a top 20. What do we have him at? Plus 225. So Kevin Na is 16 to 1 to win the tournament. John Rahm is minus 225 to get a top 10. So heavy, heavy, deep number there. Uh, top 10 for Harris or Harold Varner, the third plus three fifty. That's a nice number. Will Zalatoris for a top 20 plus plus one twenty, And then Grio is plus two twenty five for a top 20 there. So we'll see what happens with your money and I'll go to my guys. No outrights for me this week. I'm going to start actually safe and see what I can do with top tens and top twenties here. Sebastian Munoz for a top 10 plus four fifty. I'm throwing 10 bucks on him. This guy is top 10 in birdie or better percentage in this field. Second in opportunities gained within the last 24 rounds. Really had a nice finish to the year. I think he's actually, quote unquote, the class of this field, or at least tier two in this field outside of Rom, Webb, Hideki, et cetera. So I like that play. Pat Perez, top 10 plus 650 to make that happen. I'm throwing 10 bucks on that. Fifth in birdies are better gained in the last 24 rounds fantastic putter gets really hot with that flax flat stick and has played well at Silverado as well. So 10 bucks on Pat Perez, 10 bucks on Munoz for top 10 finishes. 
and then some top 20s here. HV3 plus 150 to get that done. 10 bucks on him. Ball striking is really, really good. I think he carries that over. Uh, Hudson Swafford is like severely underpriced. Plus 450 for a top 20. 30 bucks on that. Because if you're looking at immediate recent form, it's there. 11th at the Northern Trust, which was a far stronger field uh, as compared to this week. Two wins to his credit on the PGA Tour, both of them coming at weaker field events. So I think that's something to keep in mind. And then Ches Reeve, top 20, 20 bucks on him, plus 300. Fantastic driver of the golf ball, super accurate and has played well at this tournament before. I think he makes a lot of sense. He's actually number one in driving accuracy in this field. So those are my top 10s and top 20s. Any surprises there? No, I love it. I love <laughs> Kim. I love you. You really, you're, uh, you're going to outshine me a little bit until I get more comfortable in this. So the rivalry is on. <laughs> All right, let's go. I have a couple of fun picks here. Top Australian Cameron Percy, who is the best okay. iron player in this field within the last 24 rounds? I think sample size may come into play here, but Cameron Percy evidently is that. And wow. if you look at the other Aussies in this field, I mean, they don't really strike me as competitive aside from Mark Leisman, but he's playing horribly right now. So Cameron Percy, 10 bucks on him for a top Australian, really accurate driver of the ball. He's somebody who pops at these weaker field events too. So I'm going with that. And then finally, speaking of Mark Leishman here, I'm going with a missed cut. I think he doesn't make the weekend. Plus 120 on that one. 10 bucks on him for that. I just have no confidence in his game. I mean, he's not playing very well. He's a popper for sure. He can come out of nowhere and finish inside the top 10, but it's like, I just haven't seen anything from him. So missed cut for Mark Leishman and we'll see what happens. So there you Let go. Let me throw in a missed cut. Okay. I, I originally had him in my card and now I'm going to make him a missed cut. Webb Simpson's going to miss the cut. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, let's, okay. Let's go. Let's do it. Now I have no money to put on this. Well, you can uh, give him five bucks and then, you know, take five away from Grio for that top 20 if you want or whatever. Yeah, you let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. Let's do five and five. I'll, I'll add it to the chat. We, you know, Cam is the real superstar. Everyone listening. He does all of the work. I just show up. Um, so shout out to you. You're the hashtag analyst. Don't worry. I'm writing all this down sure. in the Google doc too. So <laughs> as I said, hobbying instead of lobbying, and then he's <laughs> going to win the Ryder cup instead of make the team. So well, like I'm having a great day as an analyst. So Webb, let's see for a missed cut. Let's see what that is. Um, obviously on bet online. Oh, you know what? I'm on the wrong thing. I went to props. I think it's under, oh, okay, make or miss cut. That's probably what it is. So Simpson is plus 260 to miss the cut. Now, Webb isn't really known as a guy who misses cuts, Bridget, but you yeah, think that, maybe this week? Why. Yeah, we're, you know, I'm going outside the box. You pulled out that like Hudson Swafford's a good value. And, and now I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm a little riled up. <laughs> I honestly think there's value in the outright market for Hudson Swafford. I mean, he's like 110 to one to win this week. And this guy has won twice on the PGA tour and comes in with good form in a weak field. Oh, I wish I could bet in Maryland, but I can't. 
if uh, you're drinking, the drinking word was Hudson Swafford. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So there you go. Our betting cards for this week at the Fortinet Championship. Any other pressing topics you want to throw out there here in the closing moments? Just that John Rom gets our player of the year uh, yeah. voted on by Cam Rogers and Bridget Whalen. So congrats, John Rom. Um, <laughs> golf bets on you. If John Rom wins this week at the Fortinet Championship, so be it. But I am just off him. I am fading him. And not because I think he's a bad player, obviously. It's because I just don't see any value with my money. So there you go. Fortinet Championship this week out there in Napa, California. Enjoy the golf. Enjoy the views. We'll be back next week with a full-on Ryder Cup betting preview right here on Golf Bets on Us. For Bridget Wayland, I am Cam Rogers. Talk to you next week. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.